500 years ago he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck and upon the skull of the man who killed his dad he said i'm mad i must eradicate piracy injustice and cruelty and all my sons will follow me so evil doers will believe that this man cannot die the phantom the ghost who walks the phantom enemies beware the phantom's always there but you won't find the phantom he finds G'day everyone, and for those who came in late, you're listening to X-Band the Phantom Podcast. This is episode 154, and we're sitting down to chat with Dietmar Lederwash, a huge fan of fan, and uh, we're going to talk particularly about uh, the 99.94 uh, artworks that he printed and commissioned and all the rest of it. Before we get into that and, and start bring, uh, talking to Dietmar, um, I'm joined today by Jermaine Parker. How are you, Jim? Yeah, good, mate. Um... Bit of bit windy and stormy where I am, but uh, it's good to be talking phantom. Yeah, absolutely. It's um, freezing cold in uh, in Toowoomba at the moment. I've got the hoodie on underneath the uh, happy phantoming shirt uh, <laughs> just so I can stay warm for the podcast. Um, but <laughs> you, you do what you got to do. Um, we should say hello to Dietmar Littlewash. How are you, Dietmar? Good, thanks, Dan. Pleasure to be here. No, it's ex- it's exciting to talk to you, and uh, very exciting for us to know that this is your first Zoom call. Is that right? Yes, as you experienced the difficulties I had, um, you <laughs> realise it is the very first one. <laughs> well, that's um, in the age of coronavirus and all the rest of it. The rest of the world, everyone in the world, is having Zoom calls, and it's a privilege to be your first. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Zoom on. That's exactly right. Zoom on. All right, so. Um, we, uh, if you're watching the YouTube of this, this is uh, going to be a good one to look at, for even just from the quick um, scan we've had around Dietmar's living room already um, and throughout the podcast where we're obviously going to be talking about a range of artworks that he's commissioned or produced or published and uh, we're going to see lots of those. So rather than jump in and out many times and say, hey, now go and listen to YouTube, you probably should just, uh, if you're interested in seeing the artworks, we'll, uh, we'll talk about them as best we can. But if you want to see them, go and check out our YouTube channel. Yeah, definitely. All right, Dimar, before we get started too much, I just wanted to um, ask you about these cards because my understanding is, well, I got them through the Phantom Club, John Henderson's Phantom Club, and uh, this is my attempt as a 12-year-old or whatever to um, mount them on some black cardboard and use some um, book-covering materials that I had at the time. Rendering them totally worthless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> to everyone but me. I love them because they're, they're, they've been... Um, in my phantom collection since, yeah, one of the first pieces I would have got. Well, that's an important point. That's, that's why if I had a choice, if I was you, keeping that original set or getting a brand new set, I'd keep the original. Yeah, absolutely. Well, um, they were, yeah, as I say, the, this one of, I think with Hendo's um, Phantom Club and me being a young kid, I couldn't afford everything in the uh, catalogue. I would have loved to. But postcards were, were affordable for me on my pocket money at the time. I can't even remember how much they were. Oh, I seem to remember them being maybe, I don't know, maybe $5 each. Yeah, or I think about $10 five, for the set yeah. or something. Now, yeah. now they, they go for about 40 or 50 bucks each. I've only, oh, I've only managed to get like two of them, so I'm still missing the third one. So Which one? one? <laughs> um, I can't even remember. Show us again, Dan. So we've got, uh, this one is the, you're the only person in the world I can't say no to. 
Uh, we've got the uh, no motorboats, I think, is... Um, yeah, the, that's it. No soldiers, no motorboats. And then the last one is the uh, weasel gets hit by an earthquake. Um, <laughs> I think it's that one that I don't have. Well, let me know and I'll send you one. Oh, okay. No worries. They're, they're, they're brilliant. I don't, I don't have many, but because uh, I, I think I supplied Hendo with most of them and mm. kept about 10 sets myself and I, they're sort of slowly dwindling away. <laughs> and, and you said just before we started recording that they're the first Phantom artwork you had published? Yeah. I um, wanted to do something with the Phantom for quite a few years and I thought postcards is a, a cheap way of doing it. Mm. And and how did it come to that that uh, Hendo sold them? Did you just get in touch with him, or did he get in touch with you, or how did that come? Well, I, I was a lifetime member, and I think I just came up with the idea and suggested it to him, and we went from there. Yeah, very good, cool. All right, well, thank you for indulging me in that. It's uh, been something I've um, been wanting to wanted to ask you about for a long time. <laughs> They're really cool. Thanks, man. All right. So, um, so we do need to, well, we, the, the purpose behind this podcast is talk to you about the 99.94 productions. You actually have been on the podcast before. People will probably know you from the Phantom Art Show um, that went up and down the east coast of Australia about three or four years ago. And anyone who's keen on finding out more about that uh, can go and check out podcast number 47 because um, we had Peter Kingston as the other curator and Dietmar um, join us on that one. Um, just, I guess, a, a quick follow-up question from the Phantom Art Show. Dima, were you pleased with it, how, how it all washed up? Or, um, it, it's, it's been it was unbelievable. Years, yeah. It was just unbelievable. Nine, uh, 2014 to 2017, and it's three years, some of the best things in my life. Mm. Um, just, just to work with Peter and Ewan and Dick Frizzell was just a chore made in heaven. Mm. And I'd love to go through it again. <laughs> yeah. Um, Peter suggested Dick Tracy. I thought, oh, there wouldn't be enough people in Australia to warrant that that would like Dick Tracy, I don't think. Mm. Probably maybe a small a second, fan base. Maybe a second fandom club. Yeah, fandom. maybe another maybe another fandom again. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Jermaine had wanted you to uh start it in Western Australia this time. Yeah, yeah. uh well there's West I'll, I can't understand not going to Western Australia, to be honest. Um, but I'm sure there'll be plenty of other people around Australia that um, that haven't gone, that have seen all the videos and and, and coverage and stories and stuff, and yeah. will be, um, you know, because uh, even it's... even today we still get people commenting about the Phantom Show and and, and stuff oh, like good. that. So, um, well, it's, it was a fantastic thing. Hmm. It's left a, a long legacy in a lot of fans. Um, in, in fans' memories, so um, yeah. you should be you should be proud of what you've done. Well, it was just amazing leaving the gallery. I was at the gallery every day, maybe two times a day, and every time I'd leave, there were people laughing, and it brought happiness, which is a, an mm. incredible thing. Um, and just to work with the artists was just an absolutely mm. dream come true. Mm. But um, you've you've produced a lot of Phantom artwork. Um, I guess if you're starting in the early '80s with the the Phantom Club cards, and um, right through to 2017, as you say, with the the art gallery, um, and then 99.94 in the middle. Is there something we don't know about? Is there something else? <laughs> well, I guess I should say how I started being obsessed with the Phantom. Um, awesome, yeah. 
it goes back to about 1958, I think, 57, 58. I was in Maitland, which is just a town near Newcastle, and I was waiting for mum, so I just wandered in. I was only a four, four-year-old kid. Just wandered into a newsagent and picked up what happened to change my total life. Um, it was a Phantom comic, and not that I could read. I suppose because we'd only come out from Australia a short time earlier, I probably couldn't talk English either. Um, and just to open up this magazine and flip through the pages, I was just absolutely besotted with it. I thought, what is this? And I've been besotted ever since. <laughs> and it's never never gone away. Do you still read them now? I don't read the new stuff, um, but I still like looking through my old editions. Yeah. Unless someone points out a good story or good artwork, um, and but even the story doesn't matter to me. It's 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 always been the art. Yeah. Mm. Do you yeah. um you happen to remember which was the story that first one all back in? That it was actually first picked the, up. The first, it was the first story. Oh wow! Oh, the Sing Brotherhood. Yeah. So, and that still is my favourite uh, Phantom story. Yeah. I would love to have so, some original artwork. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wouldn't we all? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Um, so growing up in and uh, reading The Phantom in that era, you must have been largely a Ray Moore and Wilson McCoy fan? Yep. I, when I was a kid, I, I wasn't that fond of Ray, uh, Wilson McCoy. Um, I think the atmosphere of the Ray Moore was more intense and more mystifying compared to the sort of more flippant, uh, humorous um, phantom in Wilson McCoy. Mm. And then when I saw issue 212 and saw, saw was it issue 212, Cy Barry, um, that was also a, a totally mind-altering image that uh, has been with me. Mm. And you've, um, you've gone on to be uh, a massive Cy Barry fan, obviously. Yeah, look, he was one of the most gentle people I've ever met and his wife, Simi, was an absolute sweetheart. Um, we had a terrific few, uh, a few weeks, it was, when I brought him out to Australia. Um, and then I went to and stayed with him in New York. Um, yeah, it's a friendship that I, I treasure. Yeah. Yeah, no, we've had the privilege of talking to him a couple of times on the podcast and he's been an absolute gentleman as well. Yeah, he is. And he's so old. He doesn't look at, he hasn't, he, look, he hasn't aged a day since I brought him out here. Really, yeah. <laughs> I, think I think he's, he's ticked he's, over 92, hasn't he? Yeah, so, just yeah. recently, yeah. yeah. So so can you tell us about that? What was the, the occasion to, to bring Cy Barry out and um, what was that well, all for and, and what did you do? I had the idea of running the uh, sort of a gallery of fan art. Uh, when I was in Europe, I went to every art gallery I could, and it was just amazing going through and looking at all the portraits. And I thought that would look be fantastic. There's 22 or 22nd generation fandom to be. Um, the 22 generations would look fantastic in sequence, in correct sequence, uh, with different artwork, different m- media. Uh, so I then spent most of my life looking after that. 
So that's the the portrait gallery series yeah. that yeah. You, you the the idea behind. It. So that came the idea for that was um, born in the the art galleries of Europe. Yep, and oh, wow. and th- th- therefore when I um, decided on doing it, I went through the legal process with Lee with um uh, not not Lee um with King Features, and um. Uh, once you wouldn't believe how happy I was when I got this 22 page contract. I didn't read it, I just signed it and sent it back. <laughs> you beauty, I'm, I'm part of the phantom world. <laughs> I can understand that. We've uh, yeah. having just done the, uh, the bushfire book, it's a, it, we were pretty chuffed to have been yeah. involved with the licensed phantom product for sure. That's right. And that, that and obviously, the, the man to get as the key artist was Cy Barry, yeah. and so. I contacted him and um, he agreed. And just fortunately at that stage, I, I got the A&P shares and I sold them straight away to pay for the airfare and accommodation, and uh, which was fantastic because the A&P shares plummeted. Um, <laughs> so uh, virtually in today's terms with the A&P shares, it probably only cost me $1,000 to get to Cy here and Simi and... All the rest. Wow. Wow. So was that as you were starting up the idea of the the portrait series or was that after you? No, that was... I'm just trying to think. The Gita Hansen was the first... I can't even remember which sequence the prints were done in. The Gita, Barry Dean, I think, was the second one, the Disney artist. Yep. And Cy Barry was the third. Um, Yep. So would Cy Barry be your favourite of those or, or is it like choosing your favourite child? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, look, I've got them here and I'll show you them in a minute. Um, I'll look at probably the one that I have to say, if, if pinch came to shove, which one would you can't you live without? Um, it'd be the one of my son, yep. the 22nd generation, because that's, that's my son. Mm. And um, but all the other ones mean so much to me because the greatest pleasure that was involved with this is contacting the artists, and yeah, you know, it was about a year, six months to a year, dedicated to each one of the prints, and so I'd be back and forth in Sydney, Melbourne, um, wherever I had to go, even even went to America to get some of the prints signed. It was one of those situations where I got got a quote to send the prints over to get uh, signed. Um, it was hugely expensive. It was cheaper for me to t- take a, back, a briefcase, hop on a flight, spend two weeks there and come back home and I was still way ahead. Wow. That's See, good, we that's didn't think about excuse. that when we were... <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I turned... <laughs> Yeah, tell my wife I need to get uh, a, a copy of my bushfire book signed and just uh, do a world tour. <laughs> that's, that's a great excuse. Right on. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> I don't reckon your wife would do that though, mate. <laughs> uh, no, if I tell her to come too, she can bring a book and we'll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, so I guess just to explain, you did, you did go ahead and with your idea of the portrait series of each of the, the generations of the Phantom and you planned one through to 22. Um, yeah. I think um, 
what do we what do we say? There were seven actually printed. So you uh, yep. had uh, the fourteenth Phantom by Hanson, as you said. Um, the fifth Phantom uh, was the animation cell. Sixth Phantom was the Cyberry, as you um, and the start of the Jungle Patrol. You've already alluded to the twenty second Phantom, which is the Paul Newton's um, capturing of your son as a Phantom to be reading the tales of his uh, of the Chronicles, which is yeah, did really my well one as well. <laughs> I've got the list in front of me, mate. So. Oh, okay. I see, I see. Oh, I'm really impressed. You're better at it than me. <laughs> well, without the without the uh, the text in front of me, I'd be no good at all. <laughs> okay. Um, the the Rest fifth print right. was uh, the fifteenth Phantom, um, which relevant. is another really cool one. Correct. Mm. Uh, then the sixth one was the second Phantom, uh, Fred Fredericks at uh, with Phantom galloping past uh, Walker's table. Yep, and then probably the brightest image of all of all of the ones produced is the twentieth Phantom, the Franz Cantor um, Phantom yeah. of an airplane. Yeah, um, that's a beautiful. He's in some areas he had forty coats of paint, forty layers. Oh, oh um, really? Wow. And uh, so, is there almost a three D effect to the original of that? Um, it just the intensity of the paint comes through a lot more with more supposedly i i'm not sure about the details but uh, i just love the image um and that was amazing i picked it up you can see their planes german messerschmitts attacking new york city and i picked them up i picked the painting up it was finished the day of 9 11. Mm. which is uh, unbelievable right because yeah, obviously that image um, with the planes flying over New York and the, an, an aerial battle um, would have had great hallmarks. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, so you've got the original artwork of all of those paintings. Yep. the The deal was that every artwork was in my possession once it was finished, and that was part of the cost that the painting was mine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, is, can you give us a bit of a tour of those? Is that um, the setup yeah. that you've got there? Yeah, how do I? Okay, this Very is covered. Nice <laughs> so can you perhaps talk us through what we're seeing, yep. please, Dimmer? Okay, the first one on the ground. Does that, can you see that all right? Uh, we can sort of see the top, the bottom half of the sixth phantom painting. Oh, okay, there we go. That should be there. That's better, yeah. Okay, so that's Cyberries. And I'm really annoyed that I didn't think of putting um, people that I knew in, or get side to paint people that I knew as the Jungle Patrol. Oh, the one other thing I should mention with all these prints and prize for anyone who can do it, um, there's, a, there's, a current, there's a theme that goes through these prints and that is that every print has to have some connection with Newcastle. Oh, wow. So if you look at that one, what's the connection with Newcastle? You'll never get it, so I can tell you. Is it, um, is it the rock in the foreground? No, no. No, no. No, it's the fact that um, uh, the clouds were based on a, a photograph of Nelson Bay clouds, so you'd never get that. And the second one is that um, the sword was modelled on a sword that was in a second-hand record shop in Newcastle as well. So, too, too obscure. Yeah. 
<laughs> that's the um, the one that I can't live without, and it t takes in more meaning because uh, Louis, who the model was, my son, um, now lives in Amsterdam, and he's having a child in two weeks' time, oh. and so it's in, especially when we can't go and see him. Mm. Mm. Uh, Congratulations! Can you tell us? Yeah, yep. yeah, look, yeah. Looking forward to that. Um, can you tell us a little bit about the story of um, the, I guess, the process between yourself and um, Paul Newton in in discussing that? Did you just sort of say, "Is the brief as simple as here's a picture of my son? Can you please put him reading Chronicles um, and then go for it?" Or, or how much input do you have into the makeup and composition? Well, it was my idea. I said I wanted a Rockwellian style of painting. From the nine, reflectings of the 1930s with golden colours um, and the artist Paul Newton who is a fantastic bloke he um, got the chair or the, the desk is actually from normal Rock, Rockwell's painting where he's reading the letters from the good boys and girls um, with Santa Claus sitting where Louis is sitting and the candles I made those I was, I got the th thickest candle I could find and spent probably four hours on each candle just dripping <laughs> other candles, melting, drip, 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 uh, until I got to that stage. The only difference you would find with the desk of Norman Rockwell and uh, Paul Newton, uh, Norman Rockwell doesn't have the skulls yeah. in yeah. the centre of the picture. But it's beautiful if you look at the composition of the... Um, his toes sort of curled around mm. each other. It's a, it's a beautiful painting. Mm. Um, and I and I just I love the the circle of the story behind him. You can just see this kid whose mind is wrapped up with the adventures of um, of his father and his father's fathers and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. there sort of there go I in the future. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's a beautiful print. Uh, ready to go to the next one? Yep. Uh, that's another that's another one of my daughters. It's portrait. Got nothing to do with the phantom. Uh, that, <laughs> that's another daughter. Another daughter that has got something to do with the phantom. She was supposed to be the, um, the little girl at uh, at the phantom's wedding, Rosemary Valentine's. I asked Rosemary if um, she would put uh, Gabrielle in, and um, she just said it wouldn't work as a composition. So she still did a portrait of my daughter, um, which I love. Mm. Yeah, that is beautiful. Yeah. Now, just got to be careful. Jules put these on the floor. That's the first print we did. Okay, so that's the... Um, the to get right. Anson. Yes, Port the eighth Anson. phantom? 14th, sorry, 14th. yes. Um, and the, the colours in that are quite extraordinary. Um, the printer or the colour separationist uh, looked at that and he said, when he finished doing the corrections, uh, said the, the best print he's done. Mm. Did you get them printed locally, Dimar, or Yeah, I, I also insisted that we do everything locally. So it was Lissero. There's a printing work. That, oops, something's happened. 
Hello? Yes, yeah, so we've just looked. Yep. Yeah. There we go. Now we're back. Okay. Um, this is the, it's probably one of the things I enjoyed doing most. Can you see that okay? The light's really terrible in this room. Yeah, no, that's fine. So okay. this is the Masterworks collection. Yep. Yep, I'll just get down. I'm getting old. Which I suppose is better than the, which is better than the alternative. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> now this is I've got it in this way to protect because what I had to do these were individually hand silk screened the folders yeah. and um, okay so that's the cover and then the the overlap. It holds them all together, goes over, and it's intended yeah. to show Diana Palmer diving into the water. And because she was a gold medalist in uh, diving at the Olympic Games, uh, she shouldn't splash, but she obviously made a big splash. And the, if you, I don't know if you can see the cutout of the splash. Now, I'll tell you, yes. it took me ages and ages to cut these all by hand. They're all wow. being done by hand. And there's a um, sort of... As a complete non-artist, are you sitting there with a pair of scissors or is that a, an art knife that you do that sort of detail with? Yeah. Wow. Oh, a standard knife, I suppose. How long would um, have that taken you to do? Oh, <laughs> each one took me about 15 minutes, which yeah. doesn't seem long, but it's tough on your hands. Mm. Adds up. Um, and there were four prints in this series, which is the Masterworks one. Glenn Lumsden and DeVries, Australian artists. The young people love that one, whereas the old, my type of collector, um, were not that fond of the sort of the mechanical aspect. Uh, it was too new. <laughs> uh, this is Paul McCall, uh, an American artist. Sorry, there's several yeah. images. No, that's all right. It's um, th so some that's of these the I haven't chain, actually seen before. That's the chain story on. Yep, on that's the it. Paul McCall. Yep. yep. Yeah. And I'm trying to do this without damaging them. And that's uh, Fred Fredericks. Yeah, that one's my favourite out of those four. It's great, brothers in arms. It's the lads yeah. together for the first time. Yeah, I just, lovely. I just love, I love the colours of that one. Yeah, um, and the action shot. It's just so for really those nice. listening, that's the most people will have seen that picture. I think it's Mandrake leaping over a log as the Phantom is in the foreground, and um, yeah, it, it's a great, it's a great image of those two come together outside of Defenders of the Earth. It's one of those few moments where we would have seen those two characters together. That's right, and this is probably my favourite painting of the Phantom Space. He's the happiest Phantom I've ever seen, and so I did that as a thank you for uh, bringing him to Australia. Mm, and so that's beautiful. When he when he got back to America, he painted that and sent it to me, and I was actually. Blown out of the water to see, thinking he did that. So, did you know? Stuff. Did you know, Dietmar, that Cy Barry continues to have that prints of that image on his website today? Oh, really? Yeah, I, it's it's 
must be one of his favourites too. Oh, because I gave him a whole stack of them as a gift uh, to give out to the Burnt Toast Gang. Okay. And uh, uh, and the, the prints themselves were released. I'll do this without hopefully damaging it. On the back, you can see the... Oh. So there's a bit of a, a spiel there and some authenticity signatures and that sort of thing on the back of the folder. There's only 200 sets of these mm. sign sets made. Uh, what's that one? Oh, now each, I don't, I don't know if you want to hear any technicalities, but each one of the prints, when they t take it to the colour separationist, they then, once they think it's right, they then do a, a chemical proof. It costs about $300 okay. each. And after you do the first proof, you think, you compare it to the original, and if it's not right, do another one, do another one, do another one, until it's perfectly right, which I gave up the idea of doing that because I, I figured it's got a, the best it looks even if it's not true to the artwork, if it looks good, then I'll stick with it. And with the Fred Fredericks, there was a bit of smudging in the in the painting, which um, we corrected uh, through Photoshop, and um, it looks better than the original. Oh, wow. Well, not much better, but because it's mm. a beautiful painting. Um, yeah, and with that also comes a, with the package, yeah. you also get a little dedication because during the making of this, my sister died. And um, so it was dedicated to her. And it also was at the same time as the, uh, the Olympic Games. And so I had a, gold, a rubber stamp made with Diana Palmer, Olympic gold medalist. Um, and got Australia Post to do a first day release. With yeah, that's a beautiful touch. And lastly, I think you can't really, oh, you might be able to see there's an embossed oh, bag. The 99.94 logo. Yeah. You can't really see it there, but you might just see that there is some, something going on. And the bags, believe it or not, another labour of love, they're oven bags because they're, they're a mile of quality oven bags. And so because they're large bags, they fold them up and put them into boxes. So each one I had to individually iron flat. <laughs> it just took wow. forever. So that was a... I was sort of glad to see the end of that set and lastly <laughs> it's a real labor of love letter, which and if you i'll try and get that image better can you see that all right yes that's a drawing of don bradman because he died in the making of this well it's, it's fraught with um serendipity this poster or these series posters and uh I just saw a newspaper photograph of Don Bradman in one of my classes that I was teaching at the time 
And um, I just thought, this, this guy was one of my students, was a really good drawer. And so I said, could you do this? And it was only a two-inch photo in the newspaper. And he came up with that, and I thought, holy dooly. Wow. How good is that? So that's a that's a, a neat um, segue, I guess, to a question that we were going to ask you is about um, the naming of ninety nine point nine four because um, that's a number that is of special significance to lots of Australians, I suppose. And you've just alluded to the connection there. Um, why did you? How did you settle on that name, ninety nine point nine four? Well, I basically wanted to make this set of prints the greatest phantom collectible of all time. I was determined to do the best, use the best artists best materials, best paints, everything was uh, the top quality. Um, and then I thought, what else reflects that sort of ideal? And I came up with it. I thought, oh, Don Bradman's test average, 99.94. And yeah. um, so I put my two bobs worth into the... Um, uh, into getting the, the rights to have that name. And uh, they gave it to me. And I had, um, I think, Bradman Museum actually contacted me and said, you can't use that name. And I said, why not? And they said, We've got, there's a copyright on it. And I said, well, I just did it legally through the, the correct procedure. And they checked up on it and left me alone. Oh, well, that's good. Well, well done. <laughs> actually, just... Um, yeah, just um, as you're sitting there, Dima, that, that one that's right in front of us now, the artwork that... Uh, what, what's that one? Okay, I'll get that. Can you see that So what again? we're looking at is... Yeah, it's some sort of um, box with hinges, is it? Yep. Uh, one of my customers um, wanted to buy the complete set of portraits, both sets of masterworks, and anything else I did with the Phantom. And so I thought, well, that deserves a box. So I made the box to house the whole body. Just try and get the hinges out. So it's lucky I'm still. Just to describe what's happening for people who are listening. Um, there's a this is a, a, a large wooden box that um, has got a, a crossed arms phantom painted on the front of it. And that's that took ages to make. <laughs> oh wow! And is that like an uncut version of the prints? Yep. Yeah. There's only I've only got about ten uncut versions left. I, I think I only had twenty of them. I know only fifteen. I've got most of them left. I haven't, haven't as with everything else, I haven't marketed them. Um, and just storage for the the fan of prints. Yeah, that's a brilliant way of storing them. Well, you get to keep them flat for a start. Yeah, yeah, because that's that's the problem that I have. Because I've got the prints myself. But I don't have any way to store them flat. I haven't quite come up with a, a good solution yet. So that, that is a brilliant solution. I just as an interim, um, actually that's nice. That's oh, it's stopped again. Can you still see that? Yep. That's Fred Frederick's 
print, and that's his, that's his signature. Now the connection to Newcastle in that is, that's Newcastle City Council logo. Oh, wow. The Newcastle City Council logo is on the chaps of the fan, or, or the, is that the horse blanket? Um, the horse that, blanket, yeah. Uh, the horse blanket of the phantom riding past Walker's Mess that we talked about earlier. Yep, that's it. Um, actually, that's a nice connection. The ship's called Nova Castillo. Are you still with me? Yep. Yep. Okay, it just says so down here, it says disconnect audio. Yeah, don't so, do that. No. <laughs> um, so Nova Castillo is the name of the ship. Oh, wow. Which means Newcastle. And that's that's the ship in... That's the Barry Dean um, yeah. animation cell, isn't it? Yeah. That's it. Um, oh, so that, another, that, that big storage box is called... It's called a cylinder box, is that right? No, no. Cylinder boxes are a different thing. Um, okay. That's just a, a box I designed and um, okay. put together. But that's an uncut sheet of the masterworks. Oh, wow. So I had to cut that out. Um, I'll just show you this because I love this painting. For anyone who um, went and saw the Phantom Art Show or um, I think it's in the catalogue as well. So the picture that yeah. Dietmar will show us in a moment when the screen's not black, is um, what was the name of that piece again, Dimmer? Uh, Father of the First Phantom. Father, that's right. And um, it, it's, it's a magnificently large painting as much as anything. Ewan McLeod, am I right? Yes, that's him. My favourite Australian painter, even though he's New, New Zealand. Uh, so we've got a we've got a history of uh, poaching anything good that comes out of New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, that's right. My favourite room in the house. I just love sitting here. Yes, and that's right. So can you can you just go back and hold on that picture for a bit, please, Dipmar? And then while you're speaking, the the video stays on you. Can you just talk us through that 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 painting for us for a little bit? Well, basically, it's a, a comic strip in itself, uh, giving the whole history of the Phantom. We're landing and discovering America as Christopher Columbus's, uh, what, what were they boy. called? Cabin boy, Cabin yeah. Cabin boy. Um, and then swearing on the skull of, the fa of his father's murderer down the bottom there, which you might recognise who that is. He, he does look a little fun. familiar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then... Walking away as a phantom, so it's got all, th all um, the, mm. the story in the one picture, and again the Newcastle connection is the um, the coastline. Oh wow! Looking, okay, looking south from Bar Beach. So was that originally intended as one of the um, one of the generation prints? It was, um, but I didn't sort of persevere with getting you to agree to sign all the copies. So it, it's a fine artwork rather than an illustration. Yeah. Um, not de denigrating any of the others, but um, I just didn't think it should do the, the prints from it. I don't, I don't know. If, 
if I recall correctly from seeing the art show, the there was quite a long timeline on the painting of that one. Was it like he, he completed it over 10 or 15 years? Is that right? Yeah, well, he won the Archibald in 1999. That's where I... And I'll just show you some other works that he's done. Um, sure. Reginald Bassett. Um, I'll show you what I was going to talk about. So he started when... Actually, if you've got time, I'll tell you the story about how I met Ewan. Paul Newton invited sure. me to... Paul Newton invited me to the launch of the Archibald win in 99 at the Newcastle Gallery. And uh, I wanted to sort of talk to Ewan. And every time I'd get close to him, he, he was just chatting away to people. And I sort of gave up and sort of walked up to him and said, I was going to say, you know, I really wanted to chat, chat to you. But um, and I stopped halfway in mid-sentence and I said, do you want to come back to our place for dinner? And he looked at me and said, yeah, I'll come. And so never met this guy before. And we had Thai takeaway, a few bottles of red, sitting around talking art. It was just sheer bliss with uh, Ewan McLeod. And I gave him one of the prints of Paul Newton's, of my, our son. And um, he, he loved it. And he sent, as a thank you, this this little piece, it's the first bit of Ewan McLeod art that I ever got, and it's dated 9th of the 9th, 99. Yep, that's very familiar, uh, similar to a print or a piece that he had in the Phantom Art Show called the Phantom Walks or something like that. It's similar to that, but it's got devil in it. Oh, that's right. He, he did three devil paintings or etchings. Um, I think and I think they're all in the show. Not sure. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that that is a that really means a lot to me. That yeah. uh, first of Ewan's artworks that I've got. So why did it take him? Um, why was the uh, the father? Oh, I forget the name of it now. The the big one, the the father of the ghost walks. Um, why did that take so long to complete? Um, I guess because I, I had so many prints to do in the, in the interim that um, we, there's no rush to do it. And uh, then when things slowed down, um, it just never got any, any further until uh, we started the Phantom Touring exhibition. And uh. Uh, that was 2014. So... He started in 1999 and finished 2014, so 15 years of. <laughs> so when you <laughs> said must there was fantastic no rush, the excuse. <laughs> <laughs> and it was really nice when he yeah. got to the. He said, "Look, it's finished, but there's just one thing I'd like to change." And I said, "Yeah, what was that? Said, Can I put you in the as the the swearing on the skull?" And I said, "Oh, that would be fantastic." And so he, he got me to kneel down in his backyard. And he took a couple of photos, and uh, next thing I know, I'm in the painting. It's Amazing magnificent. Story. You must have been pleased to have the the excuse to get it finished. Oh, it's wrapped. <laughs> and that's French Cantor. Yeah. Who is who does um, probably twenty minute caricature classes on YouTube? I think is it YouTube or just 
I think it's on Facebook as well. Facebook, is it? Yeah. There. Yeah, and he's done, he also, he's done some 3D um, artwork with some phantom um, uh, in similar style as that as well. So there's some postcards and I think there's some prints as well, some 3D-like yeah. ones. Um, no, he's a top guy. Yeah. My daughter absolutely loves the, he's, I think there's two or three postcards with 3D and she absolutely loves looking at them and, oh, and stuff like that. Try and get some. As you can see, Francis, if you look at the name of the plane, Enterprise. Enterprise. Newcastle is called the city of Enterprise. Oh. So there's another oh. Newcastle connection. Oh, yeah, we would, Newcastle. Never, would have never picked the uh, Newcastle uh, tributes. No, I'm going to have to pick. I'm, you've got me um, going now, uh, Dima. In the the Brigitte Hansen one, what's the um, Newcastle reference there? It's a bit of embarrassment, but um, the 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 jewellery, the beads of the the natives is blue and red for the knights' colours. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Good. And um, the the. Barry Dean, we said that was the name of the ship. Cy Barry is the yeah. clouds. Is there a new case? Is there a Newcastle reference in Paul Newton? Well, or is it your son my, is enough? Of my, my son was born in Newcastle. Yep, good. Okay, um, in the Rosemary Valdon, the fifteenth Phantom. If you look on the bottom left-hand corner, there's a sash, and it's got longitude and latitude of Newcastle on it. Oh, wow. <laughs> there you go. That, that's very well played. And what uh, was and Fred the Fredericks? That was the saddlecloth. Yeah, the council logo. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, the, and then the last one was the Cantor. Yeah, the last one's the yeah. Cantor with the uh, Enterprise. Yeah. Oh, that's a that's a, a very specific Easter egg that I don't know. <laughs> I've, I've never I've never seen before of you, Jermaine. No, I didn't know about him either. Um, I've I've been in Newcastle once, um, but yeah, I would have never picked any of those. How, no. how long ago is that? Um, it was it was on a cruise. Um, <laughs> crikey, how long ago was that? It was when my uh, when my wife was pregnant with um, uh, with my oldest. So she's so it would have been probably about six seven years ago. Oh, it should come back again. It's a it's the greatest city in New, in Australia. <laughs> yeah, I I didn't mind it. I um we we were only there. We were only stopped off there for like about a couple of hours and stuff. But yeah. um, but you, you wouldn't <laughs> recognise it now. It's just sky, one city of skyscrapers. Oh wow! It's just I never thought I'd see a crane in Newcastle. And there's now there's five or six, probably yeah. even more. <laughs> It reminded me a bit of my hometown in the sense that it was kind of like a city on the, you know, stuck in, in the bush in a sense. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Now, um, with, the, with the generational prints, now, I, I love the idea. Um, I've managed to be able to get all seven of them. Um, did, you, did you have planned, like, with the other... Um, how many was there? Seven. So, with the other fourteen, did you get? Did you have artists lined up for the other fourteen, or did any of them start the work, or was it, um, or did it kind of stop there? There's a couple of deaths involved, so that's put a horse, uh, put a hold on a couple. Yeah. Um, Martin Sharp 
originally when I spoke to him about it, was keen about it and he gave me a quote and how much to do it for. But um, then he decided against it um, and he's, he now unfortunately died. Um, the next artist, uh, Richard Jones, um, died. Uh, so I can't get his to be done. Um, Reg Bombassa would still do it. He he's a absolute gem of a man. Um, yeah, there's Gary Shedd would probably do it still. Um, yeah, there's there's quite a few lined up. Um, who, so was the was it the expense of doing it that yeah. um, that stopped yeah. it? It cost me five and a half thousand dollars a year just to have the rights to to do it. Yeah, wow. Yeah, right. And when, especially when you didn't do anything for that year, you think, well, there's five and a half grand down the drain. Mm. Yeah. Certainly, but when when King Features has got um, a piece of the pie, they you need to <laughs> you need to be selling stuff to um, to bring in the income to be able to pay them, don't they? Because yeah. they're it's not contingent for them on how many you actually sell, it's um, the time that you've got the licence for. Yeah, the, the five, five and a half thousand was just uh, sort of a guarantor uh, of sales and I just paid them assuming that all the prints sold, that way I didn't have to worry about uh, accounting and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, I just paid, yeah. paid the royalties for every print that I put out. So... Um, Mm. Yeah, just mainly so I didn't have to go through the worry of counting how many you sold this month and, yeah, yeah, I can't stand that sort of stuff, so. Yeah. Well, good. I think we've, we've, we feel like I've, we've had a pretty good tour of the, uh, the gallery as it is in the lounge room there. Yep. Mm. See the painting in the corner? That's you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's you and McLeod's concept painting. Before he finished it. Oh wow! Yeah, that's cool. So, even from the distance, we can see the composition is the same. What's the um, in having a look at your house with those lots of phantom throughout the house? What's the secret in getting your wife to agree to have lots of phantom throughout the house? Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> she doesn't have much choice. <laughs> she had the one on the stairwell. So oh. that's beautiful, actually. That's yeah. where Rose moves. I do like this one. Uh, unplug it? Um, yeah, you're going to have to take us for a walk to see this yeah. one now, surely. Oh, uh, wait a minute. I'm trying to get this. Yeah. Yeah, just go up there. Because I, I, I do love this one. Yeah, just there, dude. Oh, that's huge. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's on our stairwell. It's beautiful. Yeah, yeah I love that. And the thing I really I quite like about it is that I've always loved the when paintings crack out, just crack. And I don't know if you can, oh, you can see a bit. You yeah. see the crack? Uh, yep. Yeah, like a snake um, skin effect. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, like, I particularly like this one. It fits really well where we've got it placed. It just sort of on a, in a stairwell. But the colours, Rosemary Valentin's colours are sensational in, in this painting, it's beautiful. And there's that sash that I was telling about with the longitude and latitude in Newcastle. That's really cool. Mm. Yeah, that's beautiful. 
All right. So, Jermaine, it seems that the secret is we've just got to spend big dollars on actually good quality artwork, not just um, yeah, yeah, yeah. posters for free. <laughs> <laughs> so, if it's high quality, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, for everyone who else is wondering about that and how to get the Phantom outside of your room into the house, yeah. that's the secret. If, if, You've got a commission really highly uh, qualified and professional and um, sought after artists. <laughs> just, that, that's Drew Struzan. The, um, oh. the guy I consider to be the greatest movie poster artist of all time. He did Star Jones, that sort of stuff. And he um, gave me that as a gift. It's Is an that- original painting of the Phantom movie he did four compositions for the to do the poster but they selected that stupid you still there yep yep um so is there four of those did you say yes there's four different images and um one the one i really like most but i I didn't dare be so audacious as to ask for it. Um, if it's going to give you something like that, you accept it graciously. <laughs> yeah, that's beautiful, though. But um, it's all that I've got a catalog in the next until before I die, anyway. Yeah. So, oops. This the Drew Struzan, was that ever in line to be the twenty-first Phantom in the the gallery series, or? It was designed to be the 25th because there's going to be the 22 generations, um, the father of the first Phantom, makes it 23, the movie poster version, which that is 24, and, oh, I can't remember the last one. There were, there were going to be 25. Okay, well. Wow. Oh, there's the animation cell. Yeah, it's amazing. So uh, um, a lot of people have probably seen these for the first time or they don't have them in their collection and stuff like that. Are they still available to be purchased? Yeah. All you've got to do is contact me. Okay, um, so you've got the generational prints and the Masterworks 1 and 2? Yep, everything's still got for sale. As okay. I said, I never, never marketed them. Yeah. Do you um, well? We'll uh, certainly um, was yeah, happy for us to put your email address, perhaps in the um, sure. the show notes for this. Yeah, of course. Do you have you know a question about noticed? And I'm sorry about this, but do you have kind of like a uh, like a, a price that you could tell us for some of them? Or um, look, I for your chronicle followers, I would do a special price for them. Okay. Um, they originally, oh, this, this, you mentioned selling the boxes before. This is one of the boxes yeah, I yeah. made um, just to house some of my fan comics. Oh, wow. Um, just uh, off the top of my head, I'd, I'd let the, um, the generations go for, say, $80. They were 125 but for your customers, I'd let them go for eighty each. That's um, that's that's great price. Yeah, 
that's sign numbered using the best paper. Yeah. Or and the quality is there because uh, I've oh. got the set and they're amazing. Yeah. They but, are magnificent. The reason I selected this particular paper was when I was doing research into quality paper, they said this, this particular stock would last for 400 years. And I thought, 400 years, the phantom. It's got to be. <laughs> so I, I said, yeah, that'll do. So, I mean, the paper costs a fortune. Uh, everything about them is expensive. Mm. Yeah. Oh, and, and you can just tell looking at them that it's uh, the highest quality artwork printed in the highest quality way um, on the highest quality paper. So, um, yeah, when you compare when you compare dollar for dollar against the some of the, the cheap posters that you can get, um, it's really worth the money. Oh, for sure. And they're, they're well, can, did, can you just go left there again, Dietmar? The, was that the uh, the art show? By Dick Frizzell, is that right? A little bit further left, there. Yeah, yeah that was the the um, art show in the bunker, Coffs Harbour. Yeah. Okay, so that's kind of that... like a, a like a poster type of thing. It's a, a banner. Banner, yeah. Classic, ah, classic yeah. banner. Um, and I had nothing to do with. It. I didn't even know they were doing that. And when I came along to the show. I looked at it and thought, I can't believe it. My name's yep. between Peter, Peter Kingston and Gary Shedd. Amazing. Yeah, so I, I was I was really chuffed about that. <laughs> oh, there's another phantom from the show, which is a beautiful piece of work. That's really clever. That's that's Mr. Walker casting the shadow of the phantom. That's spot on. Mm. It's a beautiful piece, and I like the um, uh, the Mister Walker outfit. It's got the Wilson McCoy straight lines for the yep. Mister Walker the, the trench coat. Yep, sure is. Um, I'm just trying to think. No, that's about it. I think I've, you can see the next one, which is supposed to be Richard Jones, is that one there. But it hasn't finished; hasn't been finished, and uh, I can't get him to sign them. Obviously, so I've offered to give it back to the the family, but um, they haven't accepted it as yet. So that's the original uh, painting there. Yeah. Oh wow! And behind that is the original painting. See the, the little the bit of that's Birgitta Hansen's. I just got, haven't, got, haven't got enough wall space. <laughs> well, that was that was going to be one of the things I suggested actually about the prints because I have I think three of the prints. Um, they're huge. They are a really large size. Yeah, and I particularly wanted that because I thought they would look better that size. But having done it, um, no, I think I would have done the same size. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Um, I think you'd be, I mean, if, you, well, if you're in a position to have all seven and the wall space to hang them up, then you're, you're doing okay for yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah. But each and every one of them, if, you can, if you've only got the space to hang one, that's a fantastic statement piece. Yeah, the, 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 I guess I collect posters. As you can see, these drawers are just full of posters. Each one of those shelves is full of posters. Um, 
you don't have to display everyone. Yeah. Um, I just collect because I love collecting. Mm. Yeah. And uh, sorry. No, I was just going to ask you. Actually, mine's wandering. Yeah, um, you said there's a Newcastle connection in every one of the the gallery, the, the portrait gallery series. Is there any um, is there any Easter eggs or, or Newcastle connection in the masterworks? No, I, I, I totally forgot about it by then. Um, <laughs> and then I, I guessed that was something just to be done with the uh, the big prints. Yeah, right. And and masterworks. Um, one of them. Correct me if I'm wrong, but one of them is completely Antonio Lemos. You must love his work. Oh too. yeah. Now, I I sort of trying to do this at a short notice, and because of that, we only did a hundred sets. Um, I just don't. I can't put my hand on them. Just no. Oh, actually, that's really nice. Oh, there, there's some down the bottom there. Oops, I shouldn't be doing this so fast, damaging things. If if you're not watching the YouTube yet, you should be because this is just a remarkable burrow through um, Deepmind's collection. I'm just trying to, as I said, do this without damaging anything. Oh, there's those. Um, Snakes and Ladders game. Yep. You got that, didn't you? Yes, we both got one of those. Yep. You're lucky. Yeah, they went very quick. <laughs> oh, no. I, and I love it. it it's it's um, it's playable and functional, but it's also a piece of art. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's right. And it should be played with. Are you black again? Uh, yeah, I yeah. think you've just... Oh, we're, we're back. back. We're back oh, there's the Lemos. I love the paper quality of this of this set. It's um, it's called Curious Touch. Yeah, it's a very apt word. It's very... The touch is very amazing. It's strange. Mm. And again, again, these are uh, hand silk screened. Uh, actually, this is... The Promotional prototype one um, and hand cut each signed, and as I said, only 100 sets of Antonio's were done. Then I gave him half of the set, so I only had 50 sets for sale. Yeah, I've got that set, and um, it's I remember buying it from you at a supernova. Um, I did, yeah. And it's yeah, it's it's an amazing um, uh, the the print quality, like the thickness of the paper, the 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 fairiness, I guess, of the touch. Um, it's it's an amazing set and beautiful images as well. And the, the but the trouble with it is it's so easy to mark. The the paper quality makes it susceptible to being stained. Um, but having said that, any sort of marking that I have put on it by mistake uh, quite easily rubs off. So I'm just opening up more drawers. I should 
Oh, it's gone black again. It's a, there's an amazing amount of um, amazing amount of material that you've got there, Dimmer. Yeah, look, I've been since that day I saw that first Phantom comic. I've been a collector. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rather addictive. Yeah, and it's great fun. So, are you doing are you doing anything now? Like, it's 2017 was the last time, as we as we said earlier about the Phantom Art Show. Um, so, are you working on anything at the moment, or are you continuing to to potter along with um, other Phantom projects of that you've got, or, or what what are you doing at the moment? Well, at the moment, I I don't know if you remember the um, the Phantom boxed set of fifteen prints. Is that the uh, the lino cuts? Yes. Oh, one one of them is the lino cut, but there's. If I could get this to work, I'd be able to show you a set. Um, so each one of the here we go. It's the um, cylinder box set of prints. Okay. So what I'm doing for every artist who contributed any work to the the box, I'm making them a box and getting a set of prints for them as well. Now, just to do that takes so much time because um, you you've got to track down the artist, you've got to make the prints, um, get them to sign it. Um, and just so time consuming. Yeah, uh, so yeah. I'm, I'm trying to basically the show from 2017. Yeah, fair enough. There's there's so many loose ends. Well, see, there's also the fact that I want to in the liner sets that I've done. I'm just trying to go in the hallway and see. I'm gonna turn the light on and show you. Because um, I'm making three sets of lino cuts. It's too dark in the hallway. Um, oh, I love those. It's very much the Ray Moore Phantom. It is, yeah. And um, there's going to be three sets of those. So there's four in each set. So there's 12 prints that I have to do, plus the folders. And the, the folders take so long, the prints take so long. And yeah. with Parkinson, everything just seems to take twice as long to do. Yeah. You know, yeah well, the... Sorry? No, oh, I was just going to say the fact that you're continuing to, uh, to press on and, um, you know, Tidy up those loose ends and, and finish those jobs. Um, well, the dedication it's, required. It's a lifetime. It is, and it's just. I just want to thank the all the people who have been involved in it. That's yeah. Um, I'd, yeah, if I could, I'd give them all away, but um, I can't do that, unfortunately. <laughs> well, I, I think your wife might be very understanding in letting you hang it. Um, artworks up around the house. I'm not sure she'd be understanding to the point where you give it all away. <laughs> She's been an absolute angel. She has supported me in everything I've done, and I don't know why. 
<laughs> it's all right. I'll, 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 I think me and Dan both wonder the same about our lives as well. <laughs> I was going to say spoken like every Australian male, I think. <laughs> Actually, there's one that you haven't seen. I don't think I've shown you this one, have I? Is that a fan? Well, I reckon. Yeah, that's 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 a painting yeah. by your daughter, isn't it? It is. Yes, it's, a, it's a, the phantom inside, unborn phantom, the fetus. Wow! Is that clear enough. Yep. Yeah, it's a beautiful. That place. that was definitely displayed in some of the phantom uh, in some of the venues for the phantom art show, wasn't it? Newcastle one definitely. Yeah. And there's one that by Peter Kingston, which is a, just a beautiful piece of work. That could be a still from his Fanta movie. Yeah. And you can see that he's reading a Phantom comic. Yeah. Arch enemy of criminals the world over. The Phantom carries on the great tradition of his Phantom. <coughs> For 400 years, eldest son, each generation wears Phantom costume. Uh, PD is a real phantom freak. Yeah. Yes, he is. I also love the Yellow Submarine. So you're also a huge Beatles fan, aren't you, Dima? Yep. <laughs> sure am. Uh, there's a portrait of you and did of me somewhere here. Oh, yeah, well. What was the, um, you'll remember this, Jermaine, what's the uh, Phantom connection to the Beatles? Was it a, the Yellow the, Submarine. one of the animations? Yeah, in the <laughs> animation Yellow Submarine, there's a still of the Phantom and some other King Features um, characters. Well done. I keep meaning to, um, to do something with that. I, I wanted to do a liner print with the Phantom in the Yellow Submarine, but... There you'd have to go to too much trouble getting the rights from King Features. Well, I suppose yeah. King Features owns both the Phantom and the Yellow Submarine, so they might, might agree to do it. Yeah. Oh, I'm loving this. Too. There we are. Your video is stopped. It might be the, the battery, but that's okay. Yeah. I really appreciate you showing us everything. Look, I'm, I feel terrible that I was so disorganised. No, that's okay. So oh, no, it, it's been just marvellous having a, a tour of the house, the mm. studio, the lounge room, the, the painting in the hallway. It's, uh, it's a real insight into um, um, the, the, the way the phantom surrounds you, Dima. Well, art is everything in my life. Yeah. Um, we, the whole house it breathes art. Mm. We, we couldn't survive without it. Hmm. And I love the story. I just love the stories behind the actual art as well. Like, you know, like the Newcastle connection, um, you know, the story about your son and, and you know, and your daughter and, and stuff like that as well. So it's, uh, you know, for someone who's known a little bit about 99.94 and has got majority of the prints and majority of the things that you've produced, it's been great learning stuff that I didn't know about before. Oh, thanks, mate. I really appreciate you thoughtfulness in saying that no it's uh, it, it has been absolutely fascinating um really appreciate uh, you showing us through everything I'm, 
Is there anything you feel like we haven't seen, Jim? I've I've seen more than I expected. Yeah, I've seen more than I expected. I've um I've in, I've enjoyed the tour, and uh, like I said, I've enjoyed the stories behind the stories. Yeah, I just wish you um, presented in a better way. Um, I'm just oh, mate, it, we all <laughs> we all wish our skull caves were uh, in in tip top condition. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but it, it, it is what it is. Uh, as I said to you before, this, uh, when we rang and we were organising the podcast, I spent this afternoon down in the Skull Cave trying to tidy up and my wife came down and didn't know, couldn't see what I'd done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like I've made progress, but she's got no idea. <laughs> Look, that's right. I actually had my studio looking really good for about two days and, and Jules sort of walked past and said, oh, it looks good. And the next day, it was back to it. I kept moving things. Yeah. So refining the, the cataloging. That's what all of us do. No. The trouble is, since I've done this, I can't find anything. <laughs> I thought I've gotten to the stage where I, I knew, like, oh, there's two programs, music programs from Lee Gordon, number one and number four, that I need for someone else. And I cannot find them. I took them out to print for him and I've lost them. Mm. And they're, they're irreplaceable. So... Well, you won't have thrown them out, mate. They'll be there somewhere. No, look, that's what I'm worried about, that, uh, that they've been t- turfed out with the recycling. Mm. Because they're such thin things that could easily just be picked up with a newspaper on top of it. And, oh, but I don't want to think about that. No. Well, mate, if if um, if we can get our Chronicle Chamber or the uh, the Expand Podcast listeners to help you tidy up and, and clean out a little bit by emailing you and getting in touch um, to to perhaps pick up some of their own copies of the Portrait Gallery series or their own copies of the Masterworks, uh, we'd be delighted to to hopefully hook some people up with you and um, you know help them out by getting some fantastic quality phantom artwork and help you out by um, clearing some space and perhaps putting a little extra um, dollars in the back pocket. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> so just let people know my email address and selenaboxes at hotmail.com and make inquiries and I'll do the best I can for you. No worries. Well, Perfect. I appreciate that. No, look, it's been fantastic well, chatting with you again. Yes. Yeah, I've course. really enjoyed it. Thank, thank you so much, Dietmar, and um, I'll, I'll talk to you again soon. Okay, mate. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Dietmar. And I'll say hello to for you. Yeah, do. Thank you. Cheers, mate. Wow. What do you reckon, Jim? Um, it was it was mind-boggling just, I guess, just seeing all of the work and, um, and you know, like I said, hearing the stories behind the stories and, like the Newcastle connection and, and the passion and it was it was enjoyable watching and listening. Yeah. I, I do think that um <laughs> you know it's probably come too late right now, but it this is uh this is an interview that would be much better viewed on YouTube than uh listening yeah. on the or the audio of the podcast. Yeah, so hopefully hopefully those who have listened to audio you will jump on and um uh you know on the YouTube as well. Um just you know just remember that we were doing it via the phone, so sometimes the connection's a little bit 
a little bit funny and there were some technical issues and stuff like that as well but it's definitely worth a watch yeah absolutely i'd um and, and you and i are both sitting here in our skull caves now and so people are probably saying what are you talking about but gee i'd love to uh i'd love to spend an hour or two in Dipmar's house just wandering around and looking at all of the and, and mm. we've just done that now i suppose in a virtual way but gee to see it live and, and to live in it must be fantastic yeah it'd be very inspiring to go through the art vault you know those uh poster stackings and stuff like that as well oh yeah and i and i love the um uh, the, the the progress or the um, uh, the, the uh, what's the word for when you're early in the piece the you know the the artwork that he had hanging on the wall which was here's what the final work could look like down the track sort of stuff yeah um, yeah no, it was a versions. great it was a great insight and we I would echo everyone who you know if you don't have the generational prints or the masterworks and stuff like that you know to hit up Dietmar and get a set because. Um, you know, he made mention that his aim was to produce some of the best or, you know, produce the best. Um, and he, the quality of the prints are very, very high. Um, you know, he didn't, you know, he didn't make, you know, it was a, a labour of love. He, uh, and, and, you know, the love you can see in there. Um, and yeah. the biggest problem that most of us will have when you get them is how to display them. Yeah. And, and Dimmer won't mind me saying this. He was very much around creating these pieces. He's a visionary in what's he, yeah. what he wants to see. He um, was about the process. It was about the conversation with the artists. It was about making sure that the finished product was the best possible that he could create. He was never about the marketing and the selling. <laughs> and so that's why he does still have um, copies yeah. of these at home. And, and I think it would actually be a really... Um, nice thing, as I said, as I sort of said at the end there, for anyone who's is keen, um, get yourself um, either a set or even an individual print or whatever. Help Dietmar out by um, with uh, clearing out some space and, and the financial aspect, but and you won't regret it because the quality of these pieces is second yeah. to none. Yeah, agree. All right. Well, in unless you've got uh, something else there, Jermaine, we might wrap this one up. Yep, let's wrap up. No? Yep, let's okay. wrap up. All right. <laughs> well, thank you very much to everyone for uh, tuning in today. We really appreciate it. Um, as we say, this is uh, something you probably should go and check out on our YouTube channel, Chronicle Chamber. Go and search YouTube for Chronicle Chamber. Uh, we'll also provide links to it through our social medias on Facebook or Twitter or Instagram, any of those. If you just search Chronicle Chamber, uh, or Chronicle Tweets, if you're on Twitter, then you'll be able to find us. And uh, we're, we're pretty, well, Jermaine's pretty prolific in making sure we've got something every day on there. Uh, so if you want a little bit of fandom in your life, make sure that you're, you're uh, following us on one of those platforms. Um, you can, uh, obviously, in the show notes for this, as I said, we'll put in Dietmar's details so that you can get in touch with him. But mm. in case um, you miss that or whatever, then by all means, email us at chroniclechamber at gmail.com and we can put you in touch with him as well. Um, all of this is around the bounds of our website, chroniclechamber.com. I'm sure if you're listening to this, you've already seen our website. But just in case, make sure you head over there and uh, check out all things Phantom. Um, it's been interesting, actually, Jermaine, quick aside, um, people from the Phantom card game that uh, Kickstarter finishes, I'm sure will finish by the time this is published and people are hearing it. But in the comments to that, people checking out the website and reconnecting with the Phantom. Yeah, yeah. And that's one well, the beautiful things about that game, and I guess things like this as well, is that um, 
yeah, it would have been the same with the art show. You know, people would have gone because they would have had some affiliation to it as a kid or, or whatever. And I'm sure many others have picked up reading the Phantom again because of the art show. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I, we're confident enough that uh, what is produced on the website and stuff, if you would like to deep dive back into the Phantom world, then uh, Chronicle Chamber's got hours and hours of entertainment for you as well. So mm. uh, don't hesitate to check that out. All of this, of course, is um, by virtue of the support that we get from our patrons, and we really appreciate our patrons. Um, none of this could happen without them. So thank you very much to everyone who, who sees fit to support us on Patreon, um, whether it's a dollar a month or, or whatever you can afford. Uh, the $5 a month option gives people access to our Phantom Preservation Project, um, which has recently um, had an absolute deluge of stuff arrive in it, sort of a six-month update as it's turned out. So go and check that out. Um, you can see the index via our webpage and then decide um, whether you'd like to be involved in that. But the $5 a month patrons have access to that and there's a, an absolute treasure trove of stuff available for them. Um, the the uh, newsletters, the 99.94 newsletters, do we already have those in there or is this... Uh, if they're not on there, they're in the yet-to-be-added folder. So, you know, they will yeah. be on there. Yep. So you can you can actually check out the newsletters that Dipma was talking about as well on the uh, preservation project as well. So um, if you are not a subscriber to the podcast, well, I would ask you why not. You should be. Um, you can do that via iTunes or Spotify or whatever your favourite Android app is, and uh, we'd love you to to subscribe because um, the the podcasts drop randomly. We're we're, we're not as uh, as regular as as other podcasts or perhaps because we're just doing it for fun, but, uh, you know, uh, if you're a subscriber, you'll get it every time we land, uh, we drop a new podcast. So anyway, go and hit that subscribe, like, share. I don't know. I'm not a social media expert. Just hit buttons and and things will happen. All right. (laughs) That said, uh, thank you very much for joining us. It's a a Sunday night. It's a cold, wintry night here in Toowoomba. Um, Even you seem fairly rugged up over there. Jermaine, in that you've got a shirt on this time. So. <laughs> to be fair, I do wear a shirt for every podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I've got a I've got a lamb roast waiting for me. So um, yeah, so that would be nice to tuck into on a nice cold <laughs> winter's day. All right, good anyway. Well, thanks very much. Thanks again to Ditmar. Make sure that if you're listening and uh, go and check out and and hit him up for some of those prints. Um, until next time, happy fandoming, everybody. Happy fantasy and stay safe. Five hundred years ago, he washed ashore the sole survivor of a shipwreck. And upon the skull of the man who killed his dad, he said, I'm mad, I must eradicate piracy, injustice and cruelty. And all my sons will follow me, so evildoers will believe that this man cannot die. The Phantom, the ghost who walks, the enemies beware. The phantom's always there, but you won't find the phantom. He finds you.